Olivia. And Katie. Oh, I don't even know what episode this is. 36. Close. 37. Hey, okay. Yeah. All right. Of Crime Squared Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. We're, we're working on it. We're working on it. And if not by, very soon after, my co-host is going to have a birthday. Oh, jeez. I'm going to be the... I'm going to be in my mid-twenties again. You're going to be 29 again. I'll take it. It's your dirty 30. I just can't say that number yet. Why? I don't feel it. Did you see Rachel on her 30th birthday? Yeah. Yeah, 30's not that bad. It's just leaving the 20s. And I missed out on a whole year. All of 26, I thought I was 27. So when I did turn 27, I was like very confused. I thought everybody was just playing with me. And I was like, guys, I've been 27 all year. And they're like, no, you just turned 27. I'm like, so I missed a whole year of my life. I thought I was 28 this entire year. Yeah, you did. I didn't think I was going to be 30 here in a few months. I mean, it's, my 20s were good. The last, like, five, six years have really been the best. So, it can only... You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Really. <laughs> no, it's been longer than that. It's been, like, seven or eight. Hasn't it? Yeah. Cause yeah, because what year did you get married? 17. That was five years ago. We moved there in 16. Yeah, okay. So, since 2016. No, before then. No... Yes. Was it? When did we go to Kansas City? Fridge. I don't know. I don't remember. Was that in 2015? It might have been 14. Jesus. Y'all. No, because then I would have only been three at that point. No, they, yeah, that's right then. That is right. She had just started dancing. You you got her that little tutu. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 2014. Damn. We old bitch. Okay, so friendship-wise, yes, life has been great <laughs> since 2014 with you. But the rest of my life, since 2017 when I met my husband, has like that's when I really started enjoying my birthdays. You met the same year I got married? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we got back from your wedding and I was living across the street from Jesse already. Okay. I guess I didn't really realize that. I met him like a couple months later. Mm-hmm. Because in that October is when I, you were like, you should, when am I going to meet him? I was like, when are you coming up here? And Jesse was like, why don't I just go down there? Because I was like very adamant that he had to have like your approval. Yeah. And then, and then remember when we moved back, I had, we had moved into his house. So we came back and we were living with him. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of change in a week. And I was like, man, that weekend was probably like a big test to see if you even really wanted to be with me. And he's like, (laughs) yeah. And then I was hangry so many times when oh you were my down there God. that was just rough. picking you guys up from the airport and she's still the same when she's hangry she's not a nice person gas station pizza man <laughs> and a nap just... yeah she was out cold yeah so kudos to my husband for putting up with ariana that weekend that was rough that was like the first big test of our relationship, and and we went to Sea World that weekend too. Didn't mm-hmm. we? When it tsunamied. Yes. Oh my god. That was we were like wet rats by the end of the day. <laughs> it was like flooding. Yeah. That was. It's a literal park full of water, and they didn't know how to use a drainage system. 
Yeah, that was that was really rough. But the food that we had in the meantime was really good. Like right before the storm hit. Yes. It was great. And then even after the storm, it was beautiful again. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. All, all good times. All good times. <laughs> all good times. Okay. So I did something a little bit different this week because we're getting into spooky season. Yay! So I found a bunch of spooky true stories. Ooh, yay! So I'm gonna excuse me. Cite where I found these, and then I'm gonna tell the story just how they did. Ooh, okay. Okay, so the first one I found on the Travel Channel, and they titled it "The Walking Dead." Okay. So she said, "I'm a psychiatric nurse, and early in my career, I worked at a residential mental health facility." Hmm. When the cuckoo, the one that flew the cuckoo's nest, or what was that movie called? Yeah, I think that's right. The one that flew over the cuckoo's nest. Hey, I got I it right. Yeah. All right. Look at me, guys. I'm moving on up. <laughs> Almost the number after 29, and I'm doing great. I thought you were 29. 30, 30. Just depends on the time of the day <laughs> and how much booze I've had. Yeah, we're still on our first seltzers. So, one of our residents was an elected mute, which means that he didn't, couldn't, wouldn't talk. But there was no medical reason as to why. He had spoken earlier in his life and, in fact, seemed quite normal back then, with the exception of being close to seven feet tall. Oh, holy cow. Big dude. He's been raised in the deep south and joined the military when he was 19. But one night, he vanished. He was declared... How does an almost seven-foot man vanish he was declared a wall and eventually he was declared missing and dead okay <laughs> 10 years later a seven foot tall man walked into a va hospital emergency room in my part of the midwest oh and said to the receptionist my name is darian or marion Duchene, not the real name and i've been dead for 10 years what the hell? Those were the last words he ever spoke. Oh man. He was covered with dust and he was wearing the same clothes he'd been reported to be wearing the night he vanished. What the hell? His social security number had not been used and he had no identification on his person. However, they were able to identify him, I guess via fingerprints. The family was notified but they said that they had already grieved their lost man and that whomever was claiming to be him Aww. simply could not be. Aww. They didn't even try? Oh, that's so sad. They demanded not to be contacted again. Oh, that's so sad. Marion paced all day, every day, moving his mouth that looked like talking or muttering, but no sound came out. Oh, so he was like a depressed mute. Oh, that's so sad. He had an unnerving habit of throwing his head back with his mouth wide open as if he were laughing heartily, <laughs> but not even breathing could be heard. Damn. If I could talk to him, if I talked to him, he appeared to listen, periodically throw his head back in that laughter mimicking way of his. Oh. Various medications were tried, but they did not affect him either positively or negatively. Occupational therapy did nothing because Marion would just grin, and unless told to stay put, he'd get up and start pacing again. On my last day at that job, the last thing I saw was Marion, pacing in the parking lot, throwing his head back to laugh. 
Later, I wondered if all along I'd been dealing with a ghost. All these years later, I still don't know. Damn. Oh. That's creepy. That's super, I mean, but that just makes me, like, super sad. Like, you know that there are some fucked up families that would be like, nah, I already mourned it. Not even going to bother reopening that wound. Yeah. Which would be tough, but, like, I have so many questions. Like, how do you just banish? Where were you dead at that no one could find you? Like, Right, why wouldn't you ask questions like, okay, how did you die? What yeah. happened? Where's your body? Yeah. Who did it? But it couldn't have been a ghost if he was seeing occupational therapists and other doctors and whatnot. Unless, I mean, I guess it is a mental institution, so I'm sure that plays some tricks on everyone there. Have you ever been in a mental institution? No. Like while it's active? Okay, so not when it's active. No. Did you feel anything when you went to the abandoned ones? No. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they knocked it down too soon, but I wanted to go to the one down here before. I went up to it before it was knocked down, and you could hear shit. Yeah? And I was like, what is this? One of my friends um, has a lot of photos from going there, like, at night and stuff, and would say that there was a lot of creepy things that happened. Oh, yeah. It was very, very hyperactive. I wish I could have gone. I would love to go to one. I've been to an active one, like, when they have residents there or patients there and i don't want to say that i felt stuff but you could definitely tell like everybody's auras was we should do a ghost all... hunt on our girl sometime absolutely so didn't you hear that yo girl find something i mean i'm gonna message you anyways when we're done but <laughs> <laughs> might need a few drinks along the way dude that would be so much fun that would be so much fun mike and i did one um Valentine's Day. St. Augustine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly, like, the most haunted town in America. Because it's the oldest. Did you feel anything? Did Mike feel anything there? Um, yeah, a little bit. But it was mostly male ghosts. And they really liked me for some reason. And the couple that we went with. Why do you think that is? (laughs) But it was, like, when we went into one of the bars, you could feel, like, glowing on the back of your neck. And it really... I fucking hate people touching the back of my neck mm-hmm. and I just wigged out and my husband thought it was the funniest thing and I hated it and then we went to a bar that was a brothel owned by a woman that would be Mike so much got fun a whole bunch of energy no rushing against his arms my damn so, yeah I think that would be super fun when we went to I don't want to do it like ghost hunter style though I'm not going to antagonize the ghosts Okay, so this sounds really stupid. I would love to attend a lot of those types of things, but to a certain extent, because I do think that you can bring a spirit home with you, and I do not want that around my kids, because you can never tell if it's going to be good or bad, and just because it's good with you, which I would love to, but not while I have my kids are like living in my home. Like, I think I'd feel different if they were not living with me, but I'm okay with doing anything outside of state lines, because... I mean, that's a whole, like, minimum, like, eight-hour drive. Like, if these spirits want to come along for the ride and they're, like, that determined, I mean, I could probably figure out how to cleanse my house and my kids and all that shit, but... We'll just sage. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so the next one I found on Reddit, and it was under the Home Alone subreddit. Okay. 
Best friend's parents were out of town one weekend, and she had the house to herself. Party, party. <laughs> Went about her business having dinner, watching TV, then decided to go to bed. She was lying in her bed with her back to her closet when she heard the door open. She somehow pretended to be asleep. The man who was hiding in the closet walked around her bed to the side she was laying facing on. Ew. Gently stroked her hair. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. And then left. She immediately called her boyfriend to ask him to come over and then called her parents and then the police. Bitch, the first one you should have called was the police. Yeah, absolutely. That was the wrong I mean, nowadays you can call the police, have them on speakerphone, and then be texting whoever else, but, like... Yeah. You definitely want to have that shit with the dispatcher, like, recording your call. Yes. Oh, my God. So, long story short, this man had been getting into their home via a doggy door. They didn't have a doggy door and didn't bother to secure it. And he Wait. They did. They had a doggy door, but they didn't have a dog. Yeah. Okay. So they never put like the cover in there. Yeah. Which, hello, a possum could get in there. Yeah. What anything. Where did they live? That this happened. I mean, I don't know. It was on Reddit. Living in central Nebraska, if you have a doggy door, you're covering that shit up because you know something's gonna get in. No matter yeah. if you live in town or out in the country. You can have a coyote come in. So easily, squirrels. Man, squirrels around here are relentless. Right. They are mean. But, okay. Okay. Um, he was getting into their home via a doggy door. And he'd been living in a tent in the foresty area behind their home for months to creep on her. Her specifically? Her specifically. They found a ton, they found a ton of surveillance footage of her sleeping and pieces of her clothing and stuff in his tent. What the fuck? So he had been coming in, watching her sleep, videotaping her, and stealing her stuff. For months. That is, oh, that is so creepy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, that's so messed up. I feel like you did a story where somebody was camping out close to a cemetery or through, like, tree lines, and they had gone into, like, they were, like, playing mind games with themselves. What story was that? It they were was, literally living um, in a tent. I think in Delaware, it was the um, cemetery murders. It was the older couple. He was yeah. living in a tent. Yeah, yeah, that's all that I'm, like, thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. Eek. Which very well could be related, because that dude was struggling. Yeah. Well, he killed himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he could have done it, he, I guess, I'm I don't sorry. know. What... That was not politically correct. He died by suicide. Um, I guess I don't know what the time differences were, but that, that's so creepy that somebody could have been, like, how do you even sleep after finding that out? You don't. You burn the house down and you move. Okay, but how, would you be able to continue sleeping somewhere else? I would not. Not by myself. I'd be so terrified. Oh my god. That gives me the bejeebies. Especially like stroking your face. Like that's very intimate to be stroking. Like I do that to my kids when like before I go to sleep. I would probably faint if somebody I didn't know came up and just went and stroked my face. I'd be (gasps) Yeah. I would go mute. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. (sighs) As my coworkers taught me today. Dead ass. Apparently that's the thing when you, instead of saying like for real, you say dead ass. Is that like bet? Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's super sus. See, so that's, so one of my coworkers okay, just turned. Okay, we are turning 30. That's I know. how you know. <laughs> a couple of my coworkers are turning, or he just turned 25 yesterday. And so we went out for his birthday and they were trying to talk to us about how you say 
dead ass and Kelsey was like like dead ass and they were like yeah but you don't say it like dead ass you say dead ass and I'm like so that's so stupid oh man they're like teaching us all these things and I'm like I feel like if I repeat those so like maybe not because I'm the HR manager but also because I'm a mom of two and married to an older man I mean he's not that much older but he's eight years older than me like I would never talk like that in my house. No. And if my children talked to me like that, like the first time Ariana said sus to me, I was like, little girl, you better find the rest of that word because I'm not paying attention to you until you finish that. And yeah. she's like, but that's what the kids say. I just, I, I, I learn a lot from my coworkers, but when they say things like that, and today I was like dead ass in the middle of a conversation. They're like, yeah. I would not have the confidence to do that. I, I mean, like, yeah. I would I mean, be like, but Jessica gets asked for me when I, I don't know how I usually say it. I say like bank money and he says, No, you just say you're making bank. And I'm like, Yeah, oh. bank money. And he's like, No, you don't say money, you just say you're making bank. And I'm like, whatever. Like that <laughs> I just can't. Some things do not translate. No, no yeah. No. But sorry, continue on. <laughs> okay, so the next one was on Reddit, the subreddit, the body in the barrel. Ooh, okay. Is this like a rodeo? Uh, clown type of thing? Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. So, this is the Raina Mariquin story. So, a young lady, and you may have heard of this one. Um, a young lady had an affair with her boss in the 1960s. Absolutely. I've definitely heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, every story from the 1960s ever. <laughs> I'm like, I have a lot of history lessons that are coming back from Mr. Gracky from way back in the day. <laughs> So, after threatening to tell her boss's wife, uh, she was killed by her boss, who then put her body in an industrial barrel. He hid the barrel in his house for years, and none of the various owners opened it due to the weight. Like like a giant oil barrel. Yeah. So, finally, one guy decided to dispose of it in the 90s, and when he opened it, He saw it contained something. Or someone. An investigation traced the barrel and the girl back to the man who then killed himself before police could come arrest him. After confirming he was the father of the unborn baby via a DNA test on the body. Aww. The lady's mother was in her late 80s when she was told her missing daughter was finally found. Aww. She claims that she had been having dreams about her daughter being inside, being inside a metal container for years after she had gone missing. Oh, yeah, you were right. That was not funny. That's why I was like, no, no, no. This is not funny, haha. This is funny. Like, I'm about to have a breakdown. I was like fully anticipating you talking about like a rodeo clown and that in the middle of one of these bull stunts that he happened to get trapped and they couldn't let him loose and he died or something. I don't fucking know. I, that's what I was anticipating. That's so sad. Yeah. Okay. Next one. I don't laugh at this name. I found it on Scoop Whoop. <laughs> Scoop Whoop. Um, we so- bought an old house, my boyfriend and I. He's in charge of the new construction. Oh, this one's so bad. I forgot about this one. Brace yourself. Converting the kitchen into the master bedroom, for instance, while I'm on wallpaper removal duty. Oh, fucking wallpaper. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. The previous owner papered 
every wall and ceiling. Oh, Lord. Removing it is brutal, but oddly satisfying. Yes. The best feeling is getting a long peel, mm -hmm. similar to your skin when you get your peeling from a burn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember that. Oh, jeez. I'm happy we got all the wallpaper down. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I kind of make a game of peeling on the hunt for the longest piece before it rips. Under a corner section of paper in every room is a person's name and a date. Oh, hell no. Curiosity got the best of me one night when I googled one of the names and discovered the person was actually a missing person. Oh. The missing person, or no, the missing date matching the date under the wallpaper. Oh. The next day, I made a list of all of the names and dates. Sure enough, each name was for a missing person with dates to match. Holy shit. We notified the police, who naturally sent out a crime scene team. I overheard one tech say, yep, it's human. <gasps> oh my god, no! Human? What's human? Ma'am? Where is the material you removed from the walls already? That isn't wallpaper you were removing. <laughs> That's so nasty! Oh my god! I told you! Oh, that makes my skin crawl! Dude, mm -hmm. that shit's gnarly. Who does that? Psychopaths? <gasps> that takes, like, a lot of... Like, I have OCD with, like... I don't like people reaching in my desk. Like, I like my stapler where it needs to be. Like, it all makes sense for me to do my job. Or have my... Who the fuck wants to live in a skin house? Oh, my God. So I have that every inch. Oh, my God. It was like one and giant touched it trophy. All. <laughs> I'd be like, I need to go burn my skin or pour acid over myself. Oh, just burn me with the house. It's fine. Right. It's fine. Just leave me. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Next one. Oh. Wait, what happened? What happened after that? Did he continue living there? Oh. I don't know. That was the end of the Reddit thread. Oh, <laughs> that makes me like queasy. That is so nasty. Okay, this next one is from a site called Same. He had been given the watch on his 10th birthday. It was an ordinary gray plastic wrist watch in every aspect except for the fact that it was counting down. This is all of the time you have left in the world, son. Use it wisely. And indeed he did. As the watch ticked away, the boy, now a man, lived life to the fullest. He climbed mountains and swam oceans. He talked and laughed and lived and loved. The man was never afraid, for he knew exactly how much time he had left. Eventually, the watch began its final countdown. The old man stood looking over everything he had done, everything he had built. He shook hands with his old business partner, the man who had long been his friend and confidant. His dog came and licked his hand, earning a pat on the head for its companionship. He hugged his son, knowing that he had been a good father. He kissed his wife on the forehead one last time. The old man smiled and closed his eyes. Then, nothing happened. The watch beeped once and turned off. <laughs> the man stood standing there, very much alive. 
<laughs> you would think that in that moment, he would have been overjoyed. Instead, for the first time in his life, the man was scared. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. That's like a ticking time bomb, and they're just like waiting for it to go off. You just be like, <laughs> and it's nothing. That dad did some psychological damage. Oh, I mean, but that's a great way to get somebody to live their life to the fullest. Until the watch goes off, you're like, now what? What do I do now? <laughs> like, oh, there must be a glitch. Let me reset this. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, the next one. I only have a couple more left. This one was from Spirit Halloween. Oh, okay. Our bizarre experiences with the forest behind our house eventually forced us to move out. <sighs> User you Wispified posted this creepy first-hand account on this subreddit paranormal in October of 2021. Oh, so just last year. Oh. At the age of eight, their family moved to a house bordered by a forest. Their dogs were immediately terrified of the forest and would bark while they stared at particular areas. At night, they would hear sounds like people walking around in the forest behind their house, and sometimes they even they even saw shadowy figures. Eek, okay. Then they began to hear knocking on their back door and windows. Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. As things escalated, voices began to come from the woods that seemed to impersonate other family members. Oh shit. This prompted them to build a fence in their backyard and install security cameras. That's not going to keep anything out. So, the knocking and tapping continued. A culprit... Excuse me. (laughs) ...was never caught on camera. Someone walked in the back door on the final day. They stayed in the house. They never... They left after seeing the security camera footage that showed the back door opening on its own. But they never knew who it was. What the hell? That's trippy. Oh, <laughs> Ugh, that's trippy. That was probably one of my biggest worries about moving out here, was we have an established tree line, mm-hmm. and at night, like you can't see in the back. Like there's no light out there. We have one by the laundry room, and then we have one up on the top deck. But I mean, you they're bright, but after like a certain length out there, you can't you can't see shit. My house, we call it the Rock Rock Barn Roadhouse. It was a big white house, and it was the first house I remember actually ever living in. And it was um, a ranch-style house, but then the driveway wrapped around to the bottom. So there was, like, at the top, it was the normal level where you lived, and then a big two, uh, two-car garage. Mm-hmm. But then it wrapped around down to the basement, mm-hmm. so you could ride the lawnmower up yeah. or whatever. But in the back... It was all forest, like you couldn't see the next house or anything, and you could hear this train at night. Could never see the train, didn't know where it was. My parents said that there was a train over there, but I lived there for several years, and we never went over railroad tracks, nothing, and it was a loud-ass train. I swear to you, I'm pretty sure that house was haunted, because this resonated with me. 
And your parents were just like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Well, I was too young to say anything, but, like, I would wake up in the middle of the night just, like, freaked out. You'd think your parents would be like, um, yeah, that's not normal. Like, what's going on? I sure as hell would. Like, I, I, I have talked to Jesse, obviously, I knew about, like, sketchy things, like, sounds that I hear. But I've never said anything loud enough for Nana to hear me. Mm-hmm. So then there was one time when Jesse was gone that last time, and I, it was a rough night. I didn't sleep at all that first night. And she's like, Mama, did you hear those voices last night? It was like some guy was talking. It wasn't making me uncomfortable, but like he was in the house. And I was like, no, baby girl. She said that? Yeah. Well, fuck no. Yeah. And then she's like, sometimes when she spends the night down here with her girlfriends, like we make them come down here. And she's like, sometimes we hear voices upstairs and we know you guys went to bed because we can hear your feet going. But then like if we get up from our bed, you can hear our feet coming back. And she's like, all of a sudden it's her feet over here. And like, but she, like, she's very detailed and she's like she will tell you if she was uncomfortable or not and that's kind of what i've been going off of like the first night he was gone i was terrified and it was awful but then after that like it's just like all right so he, these people just wanted to make their their um appearances like to be like no noticed yeah and never had any problems after that but yeah yeah no thank you no i don't like that at all okay Ready? Yeah. Okay. We are back. Okay. Last one. So this is on Reddit again. Can you see it being here? I found a lot on Reddit. Dude, when you get going on Reddit, you go yes. down a rabbit hole. It's like, you don't even need to scroll on social media. You just go on to Reddit and type in whatever you're thinking and oh my God, you yeah. just be there for hours. Okay. So getting into spooky season. Yay. This was under spooky Halloween. Oh, shit. Strange woman on the phone. A user posted this hair-raising story about something she experienced in 2013 when she worked as an insurance claim inspector. Oh, inspector? That sounds like the shit job. (laughs) She typically called her clients about 30 minutes before showing up for a site inspection. One day, she called a client's home phone to let them know that she was on her way and a very old sounding woman answered the phone with what sounded like a poor static filled connection. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? After she disconnected, she called back. There was no answer. She then tried the cell phone number on file and a young woman answered, saying she was out but would return within 30 minutes. When she arrived, The insurance inspector rang the doorbell, thinking that whoever initially answered the home phone would answer the door. However, no one did. A few moments later, the young woman who answered the cell phone arrived. Apologetic, the inspector explained that she might have woken up the younger woman's mother. Oh, shit. The woman looked confused and scared and explained that there wasn't an older woman living in the house. (laughs) After going inside... They checked the caller ID and discovered that when the inspector called, someone had answered the first call. Holy shit. (laughs) The young woman became pale and terrified as she explained that she had recently moved into this home and had been telling her husband that she thought their house was haunted by an old woman. Dude, that shit is so real. I mean, even if they didn't die there like spirits come back to either like their most hated place their most loved place like 
the girl that we bought the house from, her husband may or may not have died here, but his spirit is very much here. Okay, so when we bought our house in Florida, I asked my husband if anybody had died there. Yes, I remember this story. And then he said no. And then after we sold the flipping house, he said no. He asked if the old man died there. <laughs> okay, <I> Michael. Said, <laughs> okay, who died here? And he said, the wife in our bedroom. <gasps> it was in your bedroom? And I'm like, <laughs> That's even worse. Why would you do that to me? Oh, man. Like, I slept there. I was pregnant there. I had two babies there. Did um you feel anything weird? It's like different from like the house, the rest of the house versus in your bedroom? No, not particularly in my bedroom. But then that kind of confirms my whole sneezing ghost story. You remember that? Well, that you always heard, you know, there was always sneezing going on in the background when we'd, when you'd send me like Snapchat videos or for whatever reason, we were actually on the phone. It happened on one of the podcasts. Yeah, I remember and that. And I was sneezing. I'm like, my kids are asleep. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one home. Yeah. Somebody definitely just sneezed like right by my head. And you, the way you had your computer facing, it was like you could see everything behind you anyways. And like. Nobody was there. Yeah. And it sounded like they were right there. Yeah, that show was creepy. Besides Eclipse and his hurling. <laughs> hacking. He was oh, hurling. Hacking, yeah, sorry. He never threw up. He just always sounded like a hairball was about to come about. Okay, so I forget the name of it. But why he does that, he has the floppy thing in his throat. It never hardened. So in your throat, you have like a... The Adam's apple thing? No. The... I don't know what it's called. It's literally like a... When you swallow, it goes down. Mm-hmm. So that it lets food pass, and mm-hmm. when you're done, it comes back up. Mm-hmm. Well, his is floppy; it never hardens, and that's why he does that. So stuff gets caught. So he tries to get st- <laughs> just stop laughing. My daughter was born with the same thing. Oh, really? That's why she had to go to the NICU for a little while. Oh shit! I don't know. That was a, like a thing thing for humans. Yeah. So does that like has it hardened now? I think it has. She hasn't had any problems with it, and I think it's hardened because she rarely, if ever, spits up anymore. I was going to say, so that gag reflex, like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because mm-hmm, she used to spit up buckets. Oh, yeah. And so that was Jordan. That is crazy. I didn't know that that was a thing in humans. Because mm-hmm. when she was born, they took her to the NICU because she wasn't able to, like, cough and get all that fluid out. And, yeah, that mucus and stuff. And that was part of it because that floppy flop. Huh. I've never heard of that before. I didn't know that. There's a name for it, but I can't remember it. Oh, that sounds awful, though. Yeah. So you laugh. Ugh. Okay, I laugh at Eclipse because Eclipse is like so extra about it. He and is, then you, and he can make himself do it. Yeah, and you like look at him and he like stops instantly and just stares he's at like, you. <laughs> and then Next you turn back. away and then he goes <laughs> back to it. Like, <laughs> like, yo, pay attention to me or give me a treat. Or... Mm-hmm. Okay, Captain Dramatic, calm down. I mean, I miss that little furball, but. He's still alive, by the way. How old that- is he? Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Yep. (laughs) I did. Um, He is still alive, but he's much more mellow now. My new office, Mm -hmm. you can bring dogs if you want to. So Eclipse will be going to work with you. Eventually, yeah. Just prepare everyone for the hacking. Right. (laughs) Well. uh, Instead of putting a pumping sign, just put up hacking and and (laughs) session (laughs) 24-7. Well, it's 
funny because there's a dog that comes in that's a pug, and you can hear him before you can stand. <laughs> they're so ugly, but they're so fucking cute. They that's legit what? look like they ran into a window. That's what I was saying. This dog looks like he just ran into the door on the way in, and it's just like smooshed. It's so flat. I'm like, oh, no wonder you have breathing problems. <laughs> Oh my god, you need to extend your face. Oh my god, like, oh, It's like a 3D things. printed dog that just forgot how to finish. Oh yeah, and all of their wrinkles, like. Yes. Like, they're, it's not even wrinkles, it's like. Smooshed. Yeah, all, smooshed, like, smooshed, like an accordion yeah. the yes. whole way through. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if you try to stretch it out. <laughs> From now on, when I see a pug, I'm just going to be like, oh, look, the accordion, the smooshed accordion. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. That's so funny. Okay, well, if you guys have any spooky stories that you want us to cover here in the next month and a half, comment and let us know. Absolutely. I have a couple that I want to cover. And I haven't even started. Really? Yeah. We need to start watching the Netflix ones. Yeah, we do. We need to make a habit like I would like to watch like a spooky Netflix one, not just like these documentary ones. I love the documentaries, but I feel like everyone covers those then. You know what, what I mean? What is our podcast? I mean, I know, but <laughs> like I want to have like a different take on it. Like I think those like actual spooky ones, like scary shit, not just like I am a killer. Like, okay, but there's like so many killers out there. Like I'm happy that all of them have been coming out on Netflix and I don't have to actually like wait for it to be on TV and then later on it's on Hulu and whatever, but I think some people do. I mean, I'm too cheap. I am paying for that shit, but I'll pay my whatever we pay for our bundle, but I like the spooky shit. Like, I I like the scary stuff around holiday time. If it's gonna be like Children of the Corn, hmm. That one always irked me just because I grew up with like cornfields like all around me. Sometimes we cut to school going through a cornfield. Yeah, so that, like, and I detasseled for, what, like, eight years? So, yeah, I didn't really enjoy that one. (laughs) I just mean along those lines. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I love Stephen King. Love Stephen King. He's coming out with a new book. I have never actually read any of his books. I've just seen, like, almost all of his movies. Yeah. Vicky and I like to watch them a lot, but... That is not my genre. I'll do it for you, but I mean, I like ghosty stuff too. But I'd rather ghosty stuff. Like I want, I would love to cover a bunch of like Ouija board stories. I want to do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I want to do the story. Um, I can't remember all the details. I've heard it a couple times. But this young couple and their kids bought a giant house, super cheap, and it ended up being super haunted. But they had, like, a contract to live there, and, like, things kept happening. Like, the walls would bleed, and, like, the basement would flood with blood. That sounds like the first season of American Horror Story. I haven't watched that, because even just seeing, like, the posters. Um, We've only watched the first season, and even Jesse was, like, the first ten minutes of this episode was intense. Like, we need to watch something more before we go to bed. Mm-hmm. Like and I think the first the first season was like twenty some episodes and they were probably hour long episodes. I think there's like ten or eleven seasons there's of it a now. Lot. Some of them sound really good, but 
like that. There's a, you remember that one that I covered, I think it was in Louisiana, of the really rich lady who had all the black slaves mm -hmm. and she had a bowl of eyeballs. Mm -hmm. There's one on that. Is there? Ooh, yes. maybe I'll watch that. that I sounds, saw that. That sounds good. Because, um, oh my god, what's her name? She's the same one that plays in uh, Misery. Um, oh my god, she's been in so many movies. Y'all are probably like, oh my god, that's just her name. How do you not know her? She's been in probably like 30 movies. But for some reason, my brain always goes back to misery. because Kathy like, Bates? Yes, Kathy Bates. Okay. She plays the slave owner. Oh, shit. Did it pop up? Um, And you said that was supposed to be an, on an episode or a season of American Horror Story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's how I originally actually found that story. Oh, shit, yeah. And she was the one that gave me the visuals because they had, like, screenshots of the the show. Season 10, for any of you that want to watch it. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to start that. Maybe just not before bed. I mean, I'll probably start it. And then, like, halfway through, I'll be like... Shouldn't have done this. <laughs> we should do it. And then I Jesse will be like, "I've done that." Yeah, and then he'll be like, "That's okay. Let's just watch Seinfeld." And like, who pulled away from Seinfeld? I started watching Friends today again for like the. I mean, I tried to sit down and count the other day as to how many times I watched it, and I'm probably up in the nineties. And the since I have you had like Seinfeld. Yeah, I didn't like it when I was growing up. Well, I, I should it. say when I was younger, but now as an adult, it's so fucking funny. Like, there's one episode where Elaine talks talks about a salad. Thank you. And she she's like, it's a big salad. And I do that all the time when I go out to restaurants. I'm like, so how big is a salad? Is it, like, a big salad? Or is it just, like, a normal salad? Like, it's a side salad. I'm like, right. So, like, the size of my salad bowl or, like, the size of my soup. Right. Like, like when you go to Texas Roadhouse, they give you, like, a dinner salad. Yeah. Salad salad. Yeah. I want to know, like, how big my salad is. I want the big salad. Like, lead, lead bellies. And Lincoln, that, that restaurant, it's, it's close that to the stadium. That is super helpful. Sorry, it's just close to the stadium. I'm trying to think, like, the oven is, like, a block. The Indian cuisine restaurant is, like, a block block up Have from there. At the oven. That's where Justin wanted to go eat that, like, the day after we got married. When we stayed in Lincoln that weekend. Did you eat there? Mm -hmm. It was terrible when I went there. Um, That was the first time I had ever had Indian food, and I was still struggling with my tummy problem. So, I didn't really like straight too far from like the simple things that I could have. It had a lot of good flavor though. You have to be really big into like curry and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I love curry. Yeah, that was like the, my very first time ever having anything so they curry must related. Have changed it because when I lived there, we went and we spent me and my roommate spent seventy dollars to go to the restaurant. Holy cow! Not good. I don't think we, I think Jesse and I may spend like forty or fifty for both. I mean, I didn't get a meal. I got an app just because I didn't know what to get. But whatever it was that he got. And what I didn't finish, like, he took it back to the hotel room. Like, he ate it the yeah. next day. He liked it. But I think he had been there a couple times before. Because I had never even heard of it. But Blood Bellies has um, a big Cobb salad. When we went up there for Miranda's bachelor party years ago. Like, it's literally, like, a layer of lettuce. And then it's just, like, triangle sections of, like, all the veggies you could think of. And then shredded avocado and corn on top. And then whatever meat you wanted. For, like, the corn for like 14 bucks and it had like a nice. light vinaigrette so it wasn't like drowned in salad dressing it was yeah. like 
Oh my god, it was like seriously one of the best salads I've ever had in my life. So I'm, mm. oh, I freaking love it. So and so when I think when people tell me that's a big salad, I'm like, is it the big salad? And so every time I say it, I'm like, Elaine. Oh, she's so funny. <laughs> I don't like it because. Growing up, my middle name was Elaine. So everybody was like, oh, like on Seinfeld. No, not like on Seinfeld. Yeah, I can see how that's annoying. Yeah, it was literally like an everyday occurrence. So I just stopped saying that. But your full name is beautiful. It's long. It's beautiful. Say it. Say it for our listeners. Catherine Elaine Schmidt. It's beautiful. Catherine Elaine. That's just beautiful. I love it. It's so like old school. Mine is Alicia España Shackett. That's like the most boring name ever. Okay, you're yep. the most Mexican name ever and the most white name ever. Mexican, Spaniard, and then German. Mine's my kids are much all German. No, my kids are just mutts. That's not a bad thing. No, it's not. But I mean, Nena, she has four names and they're all long. Jordan is lucky he's She's a boy. She's gonna love you when she has to go and do those bubble tests. I know. I was like, have you had to fill out any questionnaires? Like, at school, like, um, sometimes they'll do certain, like, what do they call it now? Like, Mars testing, I think. So at the end of the first semester, all the students have to take a test to see, like, how they're doing academically. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, all of that was boxes. So you had to fill out, like, a questionnaire as to how you think you were doing for the school year and then take yep. the bubble test. And then you had to take a post test and see how you thought you did through all that. It's kind of like those Tantrum. Like all of those Tantrum. all of those um like when you apply for Mary Landing jobs, yeah. like you have to do like um I don't even know what, what the assessment's called, but like they ask you, do you consider yourself to be social? I highly oh, agree. I disagree. Know. Like that is the stupidest thing ever. And then so I've applied for a trillion jobs, never got like even called. But there's people that work there, I'm like they're dumber than rocks. How the hell did they pass that? But right. I also have no filter. And so I'm like, eh, I'll just hit no, all this one. And yes, all this one. And maybe all this one. Like, I am not that interested in working there. But I asked her if she had to fill those out. And she's like, no, why? And I'm like, you might want to ask your teacher how to fill that out because you have two last names and you don't have enough room for both of those last names. So you need to ask, like, do you need to put E? And like, legally, our name has a hyphen in it. Mm-hmm. But when you like when I place Amazon orders, it won't let me put the hyphen in it because it says really? that it's an unknown name. And like the N on our name has a tilde on it for the Enya, and Amazon doesn't recognize that's what either. That's called a tilde. Mm-hmm. I would just say little Enya. Yeah, I, that's what I say because people don't know what a tilde thing is. But yeah, I didn't know that. On some letters, like on the E, it's that little like accent mark that goes over it. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was like, a lot of those things, like when I apply for jobs, they're like, um, there's some funny letters in between the E and the S and then the A. And I'm like, yeah, that tilde on the N always fucks it up in the system. <laughs> so I'm like, España Shaka. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, my grandparents' name from Spain. I'm from, like, my family's from Mexico. And then my husband's German. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, I don't know why that matters at all, but. I gave you the right. background for my names, like it's fine, but um, I just want to put it out there: if you're in an HR department and you put on there that someone has to fill out that stupid fifty-question test, agree, slightly agree, don't agree at all, not even close, 
stop doing that shit. We mm-hmm. know you don't read it. Yeah. And it wastes our time. Oh, yeah. And even when people are like, well, if you're really that interested in the job, like. No, as two people who are in HR, mm-hmm. we don't look at that shit. No. We look, we take I got time five for that. seconds, look at your resume to see if you actually have experience or not. Yep. Depending on the level of a job, call a reference or two. And that's it. Yep. We do not spend more time than that. And if somebody tells you that they do, they are full of crap. Yeah. They don't. I mean, people don't even look at cover letters anymore. No. Cover letters are a thing in the past. Stop asking for those two. Yeah. They're a bunch of baloney. If you have any HR questions, feel free to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Brought it's to you by turned, Alicia and Katie. <laughs> turned into a rant. It is what it is. But, anyway. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back with some more spooky stories. Next week? In two weeks? Yeah. Next yeah. time. Next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey guys, be sure to look us up on social media. On Facebook, we are Crime2Podcast and on Instagram, Crime Squared. Also, please subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all of our listeners.